All right, what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Division Den Podcast. I think this is the first episode of the year, which I'm very excited for. As you can see, there's no co-host, no guest. And I kind of want to keep it that way for a little bit before we start having guests on. Um, we might have, you know, Young Bands, Logan Paul, a couple other influencers and celebrities on. But I think for the at least January, I kind of want to keep it solo because um, if you guys have been following the content for a minute, you would know that <clears throat> kind of the, the focus of what's been going on in, in our life, at least like me and my team's life, has been whole lot of crypto, a whole lot of NFTs and a whole lot of influencer marketing. And I get hit up so many times by you guys about like, like, how did I start? Right? Like, what's the process of influencer marketing? How does it work? How do you find the right NFTs to invest in? Like, what the fuck is crypto? What are the coins you should be investing in? What are the projects like the NFT projects that you should be buying? How do you buy them? And obviously, all this stuff can be Googled, but I figured it'd be cool to do a a podcast and kind of like share with you guys like how like kind of like what the fuck is going on because honestly with the internet and web three and everything that's going on with the metaverse and nft projects like there's just so much cash out there that literally everybody has access to if you are are taking the right actions right so i kind of want to make this episode kind of about you know what are the nfts that i own what projects am i excited about and also like what the fuck is happening in this world of influencer marketing and you know how to generate revenue and and uh and make money in the industry. So we'll start with the NFTs. Uh, make sure you guys, of course, subscribe to the podcast. Um, follow me on Instagram and, and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, share it. It's always super helpful. I appreciate it. But anyways, let's get into it. So the first thing I really want to cover is NFTs because it's obviously very exciting. And um, this whole space has been like completely just blowing the fuck up, like just going crazy. There's projects that like the board apes, the mutant apes, the crypto punks that have gone from a floor of zero to a floor of 70 or 80 ETH in, I mean, within six months or a year. And, you know, a lot of you guys have been hitting me up and being like, yo, like, is it too late to invest in a mutant ape? Like, should I get a cool cat or is the floor going to drop? You know, like you're worried. And my response to that is, well, first, let me tell you guys which projects I'm in. So right now I own eight really solid nfts that i'm excited about and these are long-term holds that i feel like are going to be you know two three x returns uh like quite literally so the first project that i want to share is kaiju kings um this is a project that uh phase banks tov shout out to tov and the whole team kind of you know showed me and um i'm excited about it because the founders have a really strong (coughs) community and um they've really built a really strong discord channel it is kind of like up and coming you know there's only 3,333 kaiju kings but um the floor price right now is about 1.09 eth which i think eth is at like three or 3,500 bucks right now so you know definitely like entry level um which is a great thing for those of you guys who are kind of just starting out so definitely check out kaiju kings that's one of my more basic nfts uh i think there's a lot of growth potential there but I really want to talk about the other ones because these are the other ones that I'm, or these other ones are the ones that I'm really excited about. So the next one that I think uh, is going to be going crazy is Clone X by Artifact and Takashi Murakami. And the reason I think this project is, is very interesting is really for three reasons. So the first reason is the artwork is incredible. You know, the, the way that the, it's been designed, of course it's by Takashi's, um, uh, one of the most like prolific artists of our, of our generation, really. Um, secondly, Artifact is a company that was recently acquired by Nike. 
And third, the cultural relevance of the project is extremely significant. And actually four, it's been uh, the number one trending project on OpenSea, which is for you guys, who, for those of you guys who don't know, it's the secondary market of where you can purchase NFTs. Um, and it's, I think in the last 30 days, it's been, uh, I mean, I can tell you guys right now, it's been, uh, it's up 77.3%. There's 18,400 items, 7,000 owners. The floor price is at 5.36. Um, and if you look at some of the NFTs, and <laughs> it's so many different things to kind of cover, but like when you look at, the rarity aspects and the different uh, aspects of an NFT, you got to kind of understand which, which uh, aspects of the NFT are like the rare, the rarest kind, right? Cause there's certain qualities that you want to kind of have in your NFTs. And there's some that are selling for 23, 25 ETH, which is, I mean, I think a hundred more than a hundred K or a couple hundred K. Um, but right now the floor is at 5.35. So it's about, you know, 20, 25,000. Um, and if you guys go on Instagram, I'm, I usually actually after this episode comes out, I'll drop all the different NFTs that I own so you guys can see. But this one that I got is um, I'm just going to show it to you guys real quick. But I don't know if you can see it on the camera. She's she's a baddie. You know, she's got a little black face, the red hair, cool ass eyes. But I got her for uh, 5.59 ETH and ETH. If you guys don't know, it's Ethereum. It's basically the. <laughs> like the currency that is going to be used in web three and what's going on in, in the world of decentralization and the blockchain. So like, um, if you don't have Ethereum, I highly recommend it. And this is not financial advice, but I promise you holding Ethereum is a very smart thing to do. Um, and for those of you guys who've been asking me like, Oh, what percentage of your net worth is in NFTs? What percent is in Ethereum? I'd say 40 to 50% of everything that I own is Ethereum at the moment. So I'm very bullish. Um, but I, I want to have like a general a conversation around like the bigger picture of ETH and why it's significant. But we'll get to that in a second. The next project that uh, I'm very excited about, and I bought this, I bought it I think three months ago, four months ago, is uh, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, which has <clears throat> been the number one trending project on OpenSea for the last two months. The floor price went from zero to now I think it was at sixteen to sixteen and a half ETH at its peak, and it's now at about. 14 and a half um and you know i bought it for 5.45 we've got offers on it for 11 12 13 eth still not going to sell because it's below the floor price but definitely think mutant api clubs are kind of that uh that high growth potential project and if you really pay attention to who's been purchasing them i mean you look at steve people like steve aoki justin bieber eminem you know post Malone, everybody's been flexing their mutant apes and they're getting in now you know like in in january of 2022 so my projection is mutant apes will go to a floor of maybe 30 or 40 eth which you know if you do the math i, I don't know what that is but it's probably like 200k or 300k but uh mutant apes have tended to be about 25 percent uh of what a board ape is valued at and right now board apes are about 70 uh or 65 i think uh, floor price <clears throat> and everyone that i've spoken to in the community as really, you know, er, people that really have put in millions and millions of dollars who understand NFTs and have been in this space are pretty bullish on board ape hitting a floor of uh, about 80, it's between 80 and 100 ETH. So my projection is it'll at least get to 25 or Mutant Ape will get to 25 um, in the next kind of three months. So definitely think there's still room in the Mutant Ape Yacht Club um, in terms of a potential gain. 
a couple other projects that I'm invested in. Dead Fellas is a really great one. World of Women was the first female-founded NFT project, uh, purely purely about women. So definitely a lot of cultural relevance there. Subducks. Uh, I used to be bullish on Subducks. I'm holding mine. I actually might sell mine pretty soon because <clears throat> I think it's more of a a project around hype, and I don't think there's much cultural relevance. And then Cool Cats is actually, and you guys have been, people have been like hitting me up about this shit, but uh, I actually did get it tatted on my hand or on my arm. I don't know if you guys can see it. Show it to you guys. Boom. And the reason I did this, A, I love cats, if you guys know that about me, like a big cat guy, but like this project has been steady growing for the last year, year and a half. The founders were actually, I believe, involved uh, closely in the creation of Ethereum, so very bullish on on the Cool Cats project. The floor right now is about eleven, just under eleven ETH. Um, I had a Cool Cat before. I sold it at six point eight, and then I bought back in at eight ETH, and I'm holding through and through. So definitely bullish on <clears throat> the Cool Cats project um, for sure. But you know, if you guys have been saying like, oh, if you were to invest in one project right now, what would it be? And I would hands down say it's going to be the Mutant Ape Mutant Ape Yacht Club. And I do plan to buy maybe two or three more in the next couple of weeks. Um, but in terms of, you know, why NFTs are being are becoming such a prominent investment choice, the reason is very simple. And this is going to be kind of the fifth grade understanding or explanation of why NFTs are important. But we have to think about where we're at in terms of the financial markets. And the biggest thing right now, obviously, is the inflation is is insane. And when inflation, you know, you see like five, six percent year over year, people who are invested in the stock market, you know, getting an average of seven to nine percent return on their money if they're in ETFs or in just basic, you know, uh, larger stocks like Spotify or United or whatever it is, they're only seeing, like I said, six to ten percent um, on their money. But when inflation is six percent, you gotta th- you gotta start to think the the people with the cash in the world, right? The the investors, the people who have a shit ton of money kind of stock st- uh, stacked up it's like you know they they want to f- see a higher return so they're looking for more risky they're looking for riskier investments and you have to think about kind of like where the world is going right so with web3 or rather we could start with web you know the first ori- origin of, of the internet was web1 quote unquote and that was like just static <coughs> web pages right static web pages um and then web2 is you know facebook google uh, Gmail, all this stuff, you know, username and password, you sign in, you know, you can send emails, blah, 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 completely centralized in the sense of if you guys want to do anything, if you want to send money to someone on PayPal, if you want to log into Tinder, right, you have to go through Facebook. So everything is being tracked, your, your, all your information, your privacy is all basically gone. And basically the government or who, not the government, but the world or whoever these large corporations are have access to your information. Now, decentralization, which is the center of Web3, and what makes it so beautiful and attractive to the world is the fact that there is no controlling entities. You know, like we could do transactions between each other without Facebook. You know, it's just you have an open seat. You're not an open seat. You have an ETH account or not a, a Coinbase account. You have a wallet and it's all done on the blockchain and it's all transparent, but it can't be tra- or it's not it's not uh, required to go through any sort of large corporation. So that's Web3. <clears throat> and basically, uh, I forgot what I was saying, but yeah, Web3 is just, it, it's the, 
it, oh oh yeah so i was tying it back into uh, investments but basically you know with where the world is going these large investors are like okay if inflation's you know five six seven percent where do I, where am i going to put my money where am i going to see where i'm going to see returns and the answer for these people in today's world is cryptocurrency ethereum bitcoin polygon solana cardano all these different tokens and now the new world of nfts and the crazy thing is is you can turn ten thousand dollars into a million dollars by purchasing people what people think is a jpeg but at the end of the day it's you have ownership over an asset on the blockchain and <clears throat> that's the the cool thing about this whole space is you know when you have all these people pouring money into projects the floor price continues to go up and up and up and it becomes harder to get involved in the projects if you don't have have capital basically and that's why they say the rich get richer because it's true so when millionaires and billionaires are pouring money in nfts everyone's doing it with all the demand obviously the prices go up and the value of the um you know the board apes and the crypto punks it all just continues to go up so that's basically what's happening right now if that makes any sense but the point is it's not too late to get in it's actually very early in the space people who i mean there's so many people who don't even still to this day understand what a wallet address is or they don't know what ethereum is or they don't know what bitcoin is and <clears throat> the beautiful thing is if you do understand it and you do understand what's happening with web3 and the metaverse especially which we'll do a whole separate podcast i'm gonna have a guest on probably the founder of um of uh, space or network which are two larger metaverse companies or maybe even the sandbox um you know they'll come on and i think explain metaverse better than i could but um the point is if you guys do understand what's happening there's a lot of opportunity and um it's just very exciting so that's really what i wanted to say on the nft front <clears throat> if you guys have questions feel free to hit me up and i'm happy to answer anything um in terms of the nft space but the other thing is the influencer marketing side of of our business at division media and you know you guys have been asking you know how did you how did you like get into this space like how do you connect brands with talent like how does this whole fucking space work <clears throat> so i want to give you guys a quick rundown on kind of like how like what is influencer marketing and and honestly why today the space is even more valuable than it was a month ago and this kind of ties back into nfts and crypto so basically it's very simple we've built a, a team of about 12 or 13 at the moment at division media who are basically connecting brands with talent we've built an infrastructure of influencers that we're now direct with or we're connected with through their managers agents you know um the companies like wme uta caa or even smaller agencies <clears throat> and basically we have a massive sales force of uh i like to call it my brand army and they're hitting up brands on linkedin <clears throat> getting interest from marketing managers growth marketing managers influencer managers at these companies and basically getting them to spend money to activate the talent and our team basically is in the middle of that brokering the deals and basically putting the activations together and launching campaigns and basically the the whole space i mean you think about you know gary v talks about like attention in the marketplace and it's so true like <clears throat> brands are going to spend money where there's attention and right now the attention is on youtube instagram TikTok, twitch and snapchat and facebook and we've kind of been able to take advantage of that and you know quote unquote become representation for the influencers so if the brands want to spend money with someone like logan paul or jake paul they have to go through division media and kind of you know be able to activate the talent through us so that's kind of what's going on with the influencer space but what's even more beautiful is the concept around being able to provide um, influencer marketing for the cryptocurrency projects the tokens 
the NFT projects. And you got to think, right? Like the people who start these projects, there's a lot of kids, a lot of young, you know, we launched the busted brains NFT project. Um, and our developer was a 14 year old. So there's, I mean, kids who are doing this shit who really understand the space. But the point is, is like the main projects that you're seeing out there are heavily invested in by larger investors. They're heavily backed, heavily funded, and they've got millions and millions of dollars that they need to spend on influencer marketing. So, you know, when these NFT projects <clears throat> considering, you know, for them, the most important thing is uh, time and uh, speed to market, basically, and being able to grab attention in a short amount of time. You know, you look at projects like Lazy Bunny, Wooshy World, all these projects sell out within, I mean, a month's period for, you know, within a month of launch, basically. I mean, most of them will sell out within minutes of launch, but the hype that they build is within a, within a very short time period. And the way that they do that is they're leveraging capital that they have and influencers, right? And the reason they're spending millions of dollars on influencers is purely because, you know, the NFTs that they're building, whether it's on the Ethereum blockchain or Solana blockchain or Cart you know, whatever blockchain it is, the amount of Ethereum that can be generated is fucking insane. Like, if you think about it, right? Busted Brains, our NFT project, 7,777 Busted Brain NFTs at 0 0.06 Ethereum each to be able to mint. If you do the math, that's about 466 ETH generated. And if ETH hits $10,000, that's uh, 4.6 or $4.7 million generated. If ETH goes to 100,000, you've now generated uh, $40 million from 7,777 busted brain NFTs. So the reason that brands are, are uh, NFT projects are spending five, 10, $15 million on marketing is because they understand that the entire next world of the internet, AKA web three and the metaverse is going to be based on concepts like Ethereum and the entire decentralization and, and blockchain. Right. And if ETH, you know, uh, consistently kind of tracks Bitcoin, you know, it, I feel like typically it's, 25% of kind of, or uh, sorry, 10% of kind of where Bitcoin is at. And if 10 to 20% of where Bitcoin is at, and if Bitcoin hits the hundred K mark, you can kind of expect ETH to be in that 10 to $20,000 range. And if you can sell out an NFT project and generate 500 ETH or a thousand ETH, I mean, you're talking hundreds of millions of dollars. And uh, someone who's already done it is Gary Vaynerchuk with V friends. I mean, he's, I think he generated $150 million in revenue from, from V friends, which is, I mean, absolutely insane. And that's not even considering the royalties that these NFT projects are collecting from the resale and the secondary market. So what I mean by that is, <clears throat> let's say you sell out a collection on the mint uh, through the mint, you know, you generate X dollars in, uh, in Ethereum or Solana or whatever it is. But then every time the NFTs are traded on the secondary market, like OpenSea or Rarible or whatever these platforms are, like you're collecting a royalty. So you're collecting two to 10% of every sale. So not only do you generate the Ethereum on the front end for perpetuity, every time it's traded, you're collecting a royalty. And that's the beautiful thing about the space um, is it's like passive income. And it, if you guys can't wrap your head around that, like, I mean, I, it's just, it's so mind blowing the amount of capital that can be generated through NFT projects. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. I think I'm going to wrap it. Um, but if you guys have questions on the entire, you know, Web3 metaverse, you know, just whole space, um, shoot me a DM. I'm happy to chat. And uh, 
that's really all I got. Make sure you guys subscribe, uh, follow me on Instagram, and stay tuned for more stuff coming soon. We've got some exciting guests coming up, and I think we should have one of those Metaverse guys coming on in the next uh, maybe like four or five weeks. So that's it for this podcast. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe, smash the like button, turn post notifications on, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. <clears throat> okay.